NHR the podcast with Junior and Pat. All right, and ending our uh, our Tuesday slate, uh, we're going to end up having uh, another conference tip off. Uh, uh, four conferences in the, in the first two days of the week, Pat, uh, which I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited about because uh, uh, we we can't have too many days without basketball. So, so I'm glad that we're going to be picking up, uh, and then we just get a mad rush on Wednesday. But uh, before we get to Wednesday. Uh, we do have the Sun Conference uh, also tipping off uh, on Tuesday uh, with two games. Uh, it'll actually be uh, the four seed, St. Thomas. Uh, they will be hosting the Florida Memorial. And then uh, Ave Maria uh, will be hosting uh, Kaiser. So um, two teams that be – or four teams, uh, two games that will be tipping off uh, with Warner, the one seed in Southeastern, uh, the two seed getting uh, buys. Uh, just an interesting league all year long. I mean, Southeastern was, was running running away with this league. Um, and then they, they kind of just, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say fell apart because um, they, they did win a couple games here late, but uh, they, they lost enough games, uh, especially road games, uh, you know, in this latter part of the second semester um, to, that allowed Warner to get back into it. And then Warner ended up beat, knocking them off uh, late in the year. And, and uh, I'm guessing that was a tiebreaker. I do apologize to everybody because I know on, on Saturday uh, when we were doing our, our prep, we thought that uh, Southeastern was going to be the one seed. Uh, but we must have missed uh, the tiebreakers across the NEI. Let me just tell you, not only are they all different per league, uh, but they are massive and confusing. Um, <laughs> and so uh, getting one wrong, I don't feel bad. I, I do apologize, but I don't feel bad because if you would see how complicated some of these are, Pat, um, you just laugh and move on. So <laughs> that, is, that is what I'm going to do. Congrats <laughs> to Warner. Um, heck, of a, heck of a last uh, couple of weeks for them uh, as they uh, come back and they get back their back-to-back uh Sun Conference regular season title. Um, this is another league uh, where the tournament does uh, is the the most. Or sorry, this is another league where the uh, tournament champion will be the auto bid from the league. So, going to be a fun tournament and one that uh, uh, you know this is this is always a league that you know, it seems like a, a four or five seed. I know we've talked about this all year long, but a four or five seed it seems somehow finds their way into the championship game. So, we'll see if it's another year like that this year. Uh, Pat, but uh, uh, definitely, uh, if you another one of those leagues, if you haven't if you haven't watched very much basketball from the Sun Conference this year, you need to tune in. Right, yeah, and you said you know the four or five league. We've talked all year, or four or five spot getting to the championship game. We talked all year about how, yeah, the seeding is important for you know the first slot, but those middle of the pack teams really are fighting for position. Those are teams that have been in close games too, right? Those are those are teams that have fought to get here, and teams that are going to continue to fight. So, it's not uncommon for these teams that are, quote unquote, in the middle of the pack in these league tournaments to really make a run at this, just because they've had a fight all the way there. They're going to continue to fight. Some of these teams really have, have had the blessing in other leagues to, you know, maybe coast or have a little bit easier route or, or have had some success. And credit to them, but these teams in the middle are really going to give them their best shot. But I think you have a team here in Southeastern who probably feels a little bit slighted, who probably feels like they should be the number one team in the tournament and in the conference tournament who is going to come out firing. They have the best player in the league and arguably maybe the best player in the country in Riley Minix. And so look for them to kind of ride him to, you know, as as long as possible. Yeah, I mean, Riley, uh, we've talked about uh, extensively on this uh, on this uh, uh, podcast, uh, but uh, you know it's one of those situations too where uh, you know home court's going to matter, and, and uh, uh, 
the so the opening round games, like we discussed on Tuesday, uh, will be played uh, at the home site or the the higher the better seed uh, site. But then you turn around uh, and you have to play the fi- the final four or the semifinals is actually going to be uh, at Warner, so at the one seed. So. Uh, you know, I thought it was going to be when I thought it was going to be south, southeastern. Uh, the furnace is one of the toughest places to play at, um, as we've discussed too. So, um, just kind of a big uh, change and maybe it's a little bit of uh, uh, momentum uh, here as, as uh, you know, now Warner gets to host and, uh, and you know, obviously as a one seed and, and having a good year, but uh, um, you know, just a, a team that those two teams, uh, southeastern Warner, uh, are, are for sure the favorites. Uh, but a wide open field here, maybe as, as much as any tournament across the country. So um, going to be interesting to watch that one. Right. Yeah. And I don't want to call my shot too early, but Riley Minix has the makings of a, of a Travion Cruz from last year, who is a guy that is just going to put his team on the back. And if anybody can make their lead their team on a magical run, it's going to be him. I mean, I'm excited to see this whole thing play out, but I'm really excited to see what Riley Minix can do. Yeah, and, and you you want to bring up Riley, and, and uh, I'm going to bring up a kid uh, who who's been there, okay? And and I'm going to talk about a kid uh, named Corvon Big Shot Lot, and uh, uh, we we laugh with the Kaiser folks a lot because uh, um, it seems like every time Kaiser needs a big big game, uh, Corvon's been there. Um, last year, uh, he won a tournament game on on a last second shot. Uh, I believe it was over Faulkner, maybe. Uh, I can't remember. Who, I have to look that up. Sorry if I'm wrong in that. But, uh, uh, you know, he, he won a game last year on a last-second shot to, to advance uh, uh, into the uh, second round of the tournament last year, national tournament last year. Uh, so, you know, a guy that, you know, this Kaiser team maybe, you know, coming off a national tournament appearance last year um, and getting that last, uh, very last spot uh, in, in the Sun Conference tournament. But they're there. You know, they made it. Um, anything can happen, and, and this is a team that uh, has that veteran leadership in Corvon Lot um, that can maybe go pedal, put on a big run here. And uh, he, he's the one of those guys that uh, um, you know I, I want to put it past him to, to go on to on to you know start averaging you know twenty twenty five points per game here in the last uh, or over these next few games uh, as he tries to lead Kaiser uh, uh, to a couple upset wins here. But uh, Corvon Lot is one of those kids to watch. Um, I could keep going. I mean, Eric Klekis, uh he's been a, a numerous time a conference player of the week uh, winner, uh, Ava Maria. Um, you know, they got a, they got several players uh, there that uh, can go on and and, uh, and carry them to winning. Um, and then you just got to, at St. Thomas, you know, uh, another team that uh, has, has lost a lot of close games this year. And uh, um, even, even they've won a lot. They've lost a lot of weird games this year. And I don't want to talk too much because I, I don't want to spoil mine either, but uh, I'm sure I'll be talking about them here a little bit later in this program. Uh, but Dwayne, Dwayne Russell is a guy that for them has had a had a good year, and, and they're starting to they're a team that's starting to get uh, you know they they got healthy or or, or got a player back at, at the at the, the semester, and um, you know it really added to that team, and uh, um, obviously very very well coached, and so I, I'm eager to watch this uh, St. Thomas team as well. Um, but Dwayne Russell, you know, as we talk about players. Uh, um, you know, he's a kid that averaging 14.6 per game, uh, you know, and he, and he, you know, last two games, he hasn't been good, but man, he's, he's had, I think 10 or he's had a, sorry, eight to 20 point performances this year. Um, just a guy that, that, uh, you know, I mean, he's capable of going for 20 and 15 almost every night. Um, you know, whether he's going to do that or not is a different thing, but, uh, 
Um, St. Thomas has got a couple players there that, uh, um, you know, like I said, I won't ruin it too much, but, uh, you know, if they can just figure out these last five minutes of games, uh, they're going to be a team to watch. And, and uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Russell is definitely certainly a guy that they can uh, lean on late in games to, to carry them to victory. Well, yeah, and that St. Thomas team, I don't want to spoil it, what I think might be your spoiler, but is a team that really has, you know, when you have scoring balance, like we talked about earlier, that makes it so hard to defend. If you have just one guy that can beat you, obviously it's, it's easier to guard. It's easier to game plan for. But if you can work inside out, you can get the action to the rim, you can get kickouts, you can get post touches to kick out threes, whatever it might be, and you can kind of keep teams on their toes and, and find different options offensively, that's when they really, really become dangerous, especially when you have perimeter players that can beat you at multiple levels. You really become a team that can give, you know, a top seed some fits. Yeah, and, and I'll finish, you know, not to keep keep beating the horn, but uh, I was going to save it for uh, – the next segment, we might as well jump into it, but you can kind of combo with this uh, here. But, uh, you know, my dark horse is going to be St. Thomas. I, I think uh, Jonas Parker is one of the best players uh, in, in the league there. Um, you know, I talked about Dwayne Russell. It's just it's kind of a guy that they can maybe a finisher for him. Uh, but Jonas Parker is a pro, and he's a, a guy that uh, um, it does a lot of things for him. You know, he, if he can stay out of foul trouble, it would be great. for. I'm sure I'm sure uh, uh, Coach Pat's saying the same thing over here, you know, but uh, – uh, just a team or a, a player, uh, you know, that uh, has done a lot of good things for them. Uh, very tough matchup for a lot of the leagues. But, uh, you know, as you look at, at uh, St. Thomas and the amount of uh, one possession games they've lost, you know, they took Arizona Christian, a, a team that probably will finish in the top or uh, be in the top five in the polls this week when it comes out. Uh, you know, they took them to the wire. Uh, you know, they've had a hard time. Uh, they, they've been up big in games. I had a hard time closing out, uh, you know, and, and, and losing some weird ways. Uh, but this is a team that, man, they've been right there in almost every single game this year. So um, you expect to expect if they're going to, if they are going to go down, it'll probably be a close game, but uh, maybe this is the time where they finally start to, you know, winning some of those two or three point uh, games. And uh, they're going to be my dark horse in, in the Sun Conference tournament. Yeah, I like that pick. I'll, I'll go with Ave Maria. I, I think just kind of like we were saying with St. Thomas, how they have balance. Ave Maria has kind of that same similar scoring balance where they have multiple guys who can beat you in multiple ways. So a team like that really can become dangerous. So I'll roll with Ave Maria if anybody's going to take down the Riley Minnick show. Yeah, you know, we, we haven't uh, we haven't talked a lot about uh, the number one seed, uh, uh, but they got – they got a, a couple players themselves, you know, DJ Mercer um, has been incredible lately. Um, you know, the, he's a guy that hit big shot after big shot. And you talked about that. I think it's a good pick when you pick Dave Maria um, to, to win that one, but you talk about a game or a team, uh, you know, an Abe team that had to go to Warner uh, just last week um, in a big matchup and, and a game that actually would have maybe given uh, Ava the, uh, the uh, one seed if they would have won that game. Um, but the, they end up lo- going to Warner uh, late in the year and they end up losing that one. Um, but the, just a situation where, uh, you know, it, unfortunately it was 81-65, but, um, you know, maybe a, maybe a situation when they go back to Warner, uh, you know, for you know as long as they can get by their first round game here. Um, Eric Klaikas and, and Daryl Lewis are, are very, very good. Um, so I, I like that pick, but, uh, you know, with Warner, with with Daryl Mercer and, and Jock Dickerson and and guys like that that have just been uh, uh, solid, really solid for them this year. Um, 
you know, you look for them uh, to come out and, and jo- even Joseph Martz, who's is a big time shooter for him, you know, as, as a guy that, uh, um, the supporter team is a lot better than people think, and they've, they've really strung together a late season run, and, and they're kind of your teams that you're looking for, um, you know, coming in a tournament, uh, you know, with a five-game win streak, uh, you know, that, that they're coming in the term, what we're going to call good form, you know, you hear that term form, it, it's, a, it's a terminology to say that, you know, they're playing their best basketball right now. Um, so when, when, they, when they're coming in with good, with good form, um, they're going to be very, very tough to beat, but uh, I want to make sure we, we covered them a little bit too. Cause, because they, you know, they're a team that uh, they're going to host here and they're going to be very, very tough to be on the home court. So uh, don't be surprised if Warner ends up winning this, uh, this uh, uh, Sun Conference tournament here. And, and then, you know, you have to wonder what, uh, what the committee does with a team like Southeastern, if that happens. So um, interesting matchups all the way all right. through um, going to be, going to be interesting uh, uh, here as we start off on, on Tuesday, uh, as I kick, as I tip off on Tuesday, and then, uh, like I said, uh, we're going to end up finishing the semester, or sorry, finishing the Sun Conference tournament uh, on Friday when they go to uh, the semifinals. Will be hosted at Warner, um, and then the championship game on Saturday uh, will be hosted by Warner as well. No matter uh, who wins and loses uh, on that semifinal game, uh, the complete uh, com- conference semifinals and championship game will be hosted by Warner. So. Uh, buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be an interesting ride. Um, and like I said, if, if you haven't watched the Sun Conference all year long, um, especially if you're a team that you think is going to go uh, and make the national tournament and you can see them in your pod, uh, this, is a, this is a league that you may want to start following in the tournament because uh, they can sneak up on some people. They got some talent. Uh, and we saw Southeastern knock off some, some good teams uh, over the course of the year. And uh, obviously Warner took them down as, as the number one seed overall. So um, just a team or just a league that uh, you want to start paying attention to. Um, it should be a really, really, really fun uh, Sun Conference tournament. 